A densely populated refugee camp in Gaza is hit by Israeli airstrikes, with officials on both sides of the war speaking out. And we're learning more about a heavily armed man found dead at an amusement park in Colorado. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is The Morning Rundown. Today is Wednesday, November 1st. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. This morning, Palestinians in Gaza are reporting another widespread blackout, major outages of internet and phone services. This comes as dozens of people could be seen entering the crossing between Gaza and Egypt, appearing to be the first time foreign passport holders are being allowed to leave the territory since the war between Israel and Hamas began. In its latest strikes against Hamas on Tuesday, the Israeli Defense Forces confirmed its fighter jets hit a densely populated refugee camp camp in Gaza, saying it took out a top commander of the Palestinian militant group who was pivotal in the planning of the terror attacks three weeks ago. The Gaza Health Ministry, which is run by Hamas, said at least 50 Palestinians were killed and 150 others were wounded, including civilians in the airstrikes that took down several apartment buildings. Hamas denied Israel's claim that a commander was killed. The IDF said Hamas has built infrastructures under where civilians are living. The Israeli army said its airstrikes hit an underground bunker where the commander was hiding, adding dozens of militants were also killed. The Israeli army did not acknowledge any civilian deaths in the blast, but repeated its warnings to Gaza residents to evacuate northern areas of the territory as it continues to expand its ground operation. The White House declined to comment on the airstrikes on the refugee camp, but National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said the U.S. believes Israel is trying to minimize civilian casualties in Gaza. In Washington yesterday, the Senate confirmed former Treasury Secretary Jack Lew as the new U.S. ambassador to Israel, despite Republicans opposing the choice over Lew's involvement in the Iran nuclear deal during the Obama administration. Also on Capitol Hill, anti-war protesters interrupted a hearing with Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin concerning aid for Israel and Ukraine. Our political correspondent Ray Bogan has more on that story on SAN.com. FBI Director Christopher Wray testified in front of the Senate Homeland Security Committee on Tuesday, warning Congress that Hamas's terror attacks on Israel could lead to threats here in the United States. The reality is that the terrorism threat has been elevated throughout 2023, but the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. Ray said there is no indication that Hamas itself intends to attack the U.S. or has the capabilities, but of most concern are lone wolf-style attacks. Ray warning Congress of the threat of violent extremists, either individuals or small groups, drawing inspiration from the events in the Middle East to attack Americans. Straight Arrow News reported yesterday on a poll conducted by News Nation, where 75% of Americans surveyed said they are very or somewhat concerned that the conflict in the Middle East would result in terror attacks in the U.S. 
Donald Trump Jr. is expected to testify today in his father's $250 million civil fraud trial in New York. Donald Trump Jr. would be the first of the former president's children to take the witness stand. Donald Trump, his eldest sons, and his organization are being accused by the state's attorney general of inflating the former president's net worth on financial statements to get more favorable terms on loans and insurance policies. Donald Trump, the current GOP frontrunner for the 2024 presidential election, has denied any wrongdoing. Two of the former president's other children, Eric Trump and Ivanka Trump, are also expected to testify over the next week. Donald Trump is expected to take the stand on Monday. More information is being uncovered about a heavily armed man found dead from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound at an amusement park located on top of a mountain in Colorado last weekend. The Garfield County Sheriff's Office said the man, identified as 20-year-old Diego Medina, could have implemented an attack of devastating proportions. The man's brother spoke to NBC News on Tuesday, saying Medina was a quiet person who stayed up every night playing video games. According to officials, Medina had entered Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park after it closed, wearing body armor and carrying an AR-style rifle, a semi-automatic handgun, and multiple loaded magazines. In addition, improvised explosive devices were discovered nearby. At least two of the weapons were ghost guns. Officials say the man's body was found in a women's bathroom Saturday before the park was scheduled to reopen. Medina shared a home with his brother and mother. His brother telling NBC News Medina always wanted to be a police officer, saying he did not think he was a dangerous person. Authorities are still searching for a motive. The second person to receive a pig heart transplant has died six weeks after the experimental surgery. University of Maryland School of Medicine officials announced Tuesday that 58-year-old Navy veteran Lawrence Fawcett passed away on Monday. Fawcett, who was dying from heart failure, had been deemed ineligible for a traditional transplant due to other health problems. Without other options and wanting to spend more time with his family, he underwent the procedure on September 20th. According to doctors, the transplanted heart seemed healthy for the first month before showing signs of rejection in recent days. Last year, the same Maryland team performed the world's first transplant of a genetically modified pig's heart into a human. That recipient survived for two months before the heart failed. As more than 100,000 Americans await crucial organ transplants with a huge shortage of organ donations, doctors say Fawcett's last wish was for them to make the most of what was learned from his experience. Finally this morning, have you seen any good movies lately? It's a question many of us ask our family and friends when looking for a recommendation. But what if you could find out the top 10 movie choices of an Academy Award winning director? Now you can. Martin Scorsese recently joined the social network Letterboxd, where users post reviews of movies and track the films they watch. The director has now added a new list to his account, his top 10 widescreen films. Not picking a favorite, he lists the movies in alphabetical order. They include 2001 A Space Odyssey, East of Eden, Lawrence of Arabia, and Once Upon a Time in the West. All his choices are movies from the 50s and 60s. Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon, was released in theaters last month. 
These are your top stories for this Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe to the Morning Rundown newsletter to get the top stories each weekday morning. Just go to san.com rundown to sign up. Unbiased, straight facts, that's Straight Arrow News. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rocker. Have a great day.